Welcome to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Hey guys, I'm Jasmine. A registered dental hygienist. There's my teeth. Traveler, fashionista. Ooh la la. When she's not helping people with their smile, she's making them smile. <laughs> Enlightening, honest, funny. I'm a cheese hun, duh. This is Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. And you're listening to her podcast. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. This is just a test. Okay, maybe not a test. I was testing out my rapping skills. It is February 16, and it is just a few more days closer to Friday. Am I the only one that doesn't count down till Fridays? Uh, please say no. If you are just tuning in, welcome. If you are my longtime friend and can't get enough of just faucet, welcome back, toots. Can I just say that training a 13-week-old puppy takes so much energy? Like... I just got a puppy about a couple weeks ago. He is a Labradoodle, if you don't know. His name is Theodore Roosevelt Capra. But how come no one, and I mean no one, none of you guys, prepared me for this madness? My life is shook. I can't go to the bathroom without him watching me take a number one or two awkwardly. I am unable to keep my eyes off of him for more than two seconds because he loves bringing out to the living room his findings. And his findings consist of my husband's dirty socks, my chonies, aka underwear. (laughs) By the way, in Spanish, chonies is known as underwear. Like, what the heck? Why is my dog bringing all our dirty laundry out, literally, to the living room? How do you bring my underwear to the family room? Guys, I don't drink, but I may just have to start drinking. Okay, enough about being a dog mom. I know you guys want hygiene life, so let's do it. I wanted to talk about the struggles or the battles that we endure as hygienists on a daily basis. When you're fresh out of hygiene school and you just received your pretty 4x4 license that's as thin as a tortilla, life feels easy in comparison to the rigorous two-year program you just conquered. Does it or do you not feel the same way? I know I do. You literally feel like you're on top of the world, and life is just smooth sailing. Unfortunately, looking for a job in some parts of the dental world, or the real dental world, hits you like a sack of potatoes, and you try and reiterate in your mind over and over and over again everything that your professors taught you throughout the two years, and the briefings your dental bestie gave you from her previous or his previous experience. But nothing, and I mean nothing, prepares you for the quote-unquote fake it until you make it reality. While pretending you have all your crap together and that you've done this a billion times, nothing gets you ready for for some of the setbacks that you may face. So this is my podcast on the challenges dental hygiene or dental hygienists face. The topic so many of us fear to bring up because we also fear that we are the only ones going through it. Think again, babe. We all have a story or two to tell. I know I could go on for days and days about this top, this very topic on my podcast, but I'll just begin <laughs> with this, I don't know, 20-minute brief. I asked you guys on my Instagram story to tell me some challenges you face as a dental professional, and although it was disheartening to read some, I'll be the messenger so that we as a whole can hopefully empower each other. At Steph underscore Cam wrote, the stress of not feeling like you're giving a thorough enough cleaning, which leads me to time isn't always on your side. In the program, they give you time and lots of it. 
two and a half to three hours to be exact. (laughs) And so when you graduate, you ask yourself, how in the world am I going to complete treatment in less than an hour? Or some offices even expect 30 to 45 minutes. This is probably going to be one of the biggest challenges all of us face upon graduating. Say goodbye to your golden two hours, boys and girls. It's about to be a bumpy ride. You'll quickly learn how fast time flies when you have to update the medical history, chart, scale, polish, take x-rays, OHI, how to perfectly time your doctor's exam. Oh yeah, and let's just throw in having to turn your room over. And did I mention that there's really no time for a bathroom break? Yeah, bathroom breaks are slim to none, guys. I know that I probably give myself a UTI every now and then because I am, I'm so guilty of holding it in. And my husband always yells at me because he's like, you need to take a bathroom break. And I'm like, I know, I know, but I just, I have no time. But this is your body. And by not taking a time, the time you are damaging so much more than you know. A few weeks will pass by and you know what? Don't get discouraged because you'll find your rhythm and sure enough, you'll be perfect. Time will be on your side. Just find your time management. Work on it. I remember when I first graduated, I told myself, okay, if I'm not done scaling by 35 minutes, then you have to call it quits. Gain the confidence to tell your patient, you know what? It's been a year since your last cleaning and we need a little bit of catch up. We need to play catch up. Unfortunately, I only have an hour. And so I think it's best for your gums and to hopefully lower the risk of you getting periodontal disease or furthering periodontal disease, whatever it may be that's going on in their mouth, that you come back for a second appointment. I guarantee you that most of your patients will be more than fine with it. I've never had a patient not be okay with it. At that point, if they have that much plaque and tartar, they already know they're in the doghouse. Here's a real life story. My very first day, I was so nervous. I actually made the mistake of wearing a long sleeve shirt. I just want to apologize for the background noise that you're hearing, which is a TV that's playing a old school movie from God knows when, but it's to distract Mr. Theodore. So (laughs) please excuse, just lost it for that. Back to my story. Okay, so my first day, I was so nervous and I made the mistake of wearing a long sleeve shirt under my cute fig scrubs. I was so damn proud of my cute fig scrubs, by the way, because I could finally afford a pair because we all know that they're a little bit on the high end, but they're so adorable, fashionable, and not to mention, they just, they stand out. And people and patients will stop you and say, what are those? They don't even look like scrubs because they don't. I also had a scrub jacket on top of my (laughs) scrub shirt, long sleeve jacket. I'm painting the picture for you. And by my third patient, I realized that I had a huge sweat mark under each of my armpits. How disgusting am I? I was so freaking nervous that I literally sweated more than I do with the workout. (laughs) 
oh gosh, if you can't relate to that, I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. And that is how my first day went as a hygienist upon graduating dental hygiene. All right, next one. Bobby says, I love Bobby says, she's always just rooting me on and gives the best topics. She wrote, lack of appreciation and body pain. Girl, I can agree to that. Amen, sister. Fatigue is real. And trust me when I say that I read this countless of, I read this countless of times in books during the program. But none of those words could actually prepare me for the pain and the body aches that I was going to feel when seeing an eight patients a day. I was definitely not used to that, nor was I trained to see eight patients a day. I was so used to seeing two or one a day and getting an ample amount of time for them too. <sighs> so to tell you the truth, I felt like someone had punched my right shoulder and neck a billion times and somehow I was able to get back up and match against those eight eight more patients the following day. Nothing prepares you for the shock that your body undergoes. I actually envy the programs that well prepared their students with a glimpse of what a full working day really feels like or at least appears to feel like. I know that there's programs out there that do that and I think that's so incredible because it actually prepares you for the real world. The best way that I combated with muscle pain was treating myself to massages once a month, getting adjusted by my chiropractor, and I even tried acupuncture three times, in which I highly recommend. It helped decrease and pretty much get rid of my tingling elbow and arm pain. Hey, don't knock it until you try it, okay? (laughs) I actually went to a Chinese uh, acupuncturist and he did like these special remedies on me and gave me Um, this ointment that you can put on the area where you're feeling pain to decrease inflammation. I still use it to this day. And that was the best $20 like oil ointment that I have ever used in my entire life. It smells like you are a walking eucalyptus tree. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So you want to be mindful of ergonomics and position in your body positions Push yourself to learn indirect vision. Play with your mirror. Don't be afraid to play with your mirror with those easy profi patients that you finish in in a very short time. I remember in my first couple months, I really pushed myself to learn indirect vision. In the program, I was so guilty of contorting my body and doing the oddest positions just to get a certain angle of the tooth or to get that stupid distal of number two or three. (laughs) Don't do that in the working field. You will ruin your body. When you are pressed for time by either your patient's lack of hygiene, too long of combos slash you know, I think we're also kind of therapists too, or become some sort of therapist. <laughs> or maybe you're getting an earful from your coworkers. Remember to relax and remind yourself that your body comes first. Ergonomics, proper ergonomics, will keep you around for the long run. Take the time to position your patient, 
Don't be scared to ask them to turn their head, even if you have to ask them repeatedly over 20 times. This is your body, and you only get one for the rest of your life. All right, so let's lead to the next topic. You are the new girl in town, aka the new dental hygienist in the office. You may not even be the new girl. You may be the new man, the new dental hygienist in town. And the other hygienist that you just replaced just retired and has been seeing your patients since forever ago, five plus years. And what's running through your mind, are my patients going to like me? How do I win them over? At VJJ15 wrote, patients complaining against you. <sighs> I'm going to throw a big sigh in there because oh, I, I'd i be lying to you if that if I told you that didn't ever run through my head. It really does. And it still does. You know, I've, I've been in the office, in both of my offices, for a little over two years. And I wish I could say this goes away, but I hate to be the barrier of bad news. But it doesn't. <laughs> Tears are rolling down my face. No, it's okay. We're going to be okay, guys. We are going to be okay. You're going to get through this. I do all the time, and so are you. Graduates and or new hygienists to the office, be prepared to be questioned a thousand different ways by patients for at least a year. I've been at my offices for almost three, and every now and then, I still get asked all the time, how long have you been there? Are you new? And I'm like, what? You'll hear it just a variety of ways. How long have you been here? Where did you graduate? Just so you know. Oh, oh yeah, I love this one. Just so you know, I have crowns and fillings and lots of them. So be careful. Don't break them. Don't pull my crown off. And oh yeah, I don't like that water scaler unit thingy. So please don't use that. Next, please don't hurt me. And this Oh, this one is like a jab to the heart. How old are you? I personally love responding with, I'm 18 and just graduated high school with, of course, a little giggle after. And sometimes I'll even throw in, oh yeah, I just watched a couple YouTube videos, so let's hope this goes well. I really do say that because I feel like patients need to realize that sometimes their words can really affect us and can be extremely hurtful. And once they get back to reality and realize like you just don't ask that because you wouldn't ask them that, (laughs) hopefully they'll come back down to the real world. Remind yourself that patients are just scared of change. And some people associate dental hygienists or the new dental hygienist with pain. And remind yourself that if a patient lashes out on you, it probably has nothing to do with you 99% of the time. They may be going through something in their life or are having a shitty day, crappy day. Sorry for the bad word. (laughs) And unfortunately, you are just in their way and their punching bag at that moment. Be kind, be respectful, and most of all, be patient. Don't take things so personal. Again, don't take it to heart ever. I know it's so e- like it's 
easier said than done, but please, if there's anything that you take away from this podcast, remember this. Do not take their anger or their lashing out on you personal. Being the bigger person and taking the high road will eventually pay off, I promise. I I had a patient. Oh, this story gives me just ugh. I had a patient yell at me for taking probing measurements and for finding signs of periodontal disease and educating her on periodontal disease. And she told me straight to my face she didn't believe me and that there was no way she could possibly have those readings. I was young. I didn't know what I was talking about. I'll never forget this day, and it still makes me so sad to think that she said those words or that she even thought that way of me. If you want to know how I responded, it was with this. Ma'am, I treat every patient as if my mom, dad, sister, cousin, or even my best friend in the whole wide world is sitting right in my chair. I would never treat you any less. This is information I'm expressing to you because I care and I want to help you. You can choose at the end of the day how you want or how you would like to go about this, but just know that I want to help you. Guys, you could hear a pin drop after I said those words. She sighed and expressed her apologies and opened up to me about how her mother had just been nonstop battling cancer. She is actually one of my favorite patients now. And sometimes from time to time, we'll look back on that conversation. She'll actually bring it up and say like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said those words. Like I remember that first time I just love you now. And so I guess the moral of the story is be patient. Graduating the program is without a doubt an incredible accomplishment, and you should feel so confident in your abilities as a clinician. You are where you are at today for a reason, and I hope that through sharing my experience, this story will hopefully sit in the back of your mind whenever you are having a crappy appointment or it's just not going your way. On a good note, work today was so wonderful. I saw eight patients and even convinced one of my patients to go through Invisalign. I shared my own personal experience. I went through Invisalign when I was about 17 years old (laughs) and we got my teeth perfectly straight. I loved my smile and the doctor put a uh, permanent retainer or lingual bar on my lower anteriors. And uh, what sucked is that during hygiene, the program, when I was broke as heck, it actually broke on me. The lingual bar broke and I couldn't afford to get it replaced. I could only afford to get it removed. So my teeth, like we all know, remembered their positions, of course, and went back to where they once were or pretty darn close to it. I guess why I'm sharing this is because I know that many of you can relate and knowing that 
I get to see that transition and help improve this patient's smile or any patient's smile makes my heart so incredibly happy. And it gives me that reminder as to why I am doing this. Not to mention, this patient also commented on how stylish my scrubs are every time they see me at their recall appointments. Shout out to Figs, and no, this is not sponsored, but if you are looking for a new pair of Figs, here is my discount code. It is FIGSXFLOSSET. Again, it is FIGSXFLOSSET, all one word. If you can't remember that, that's okay. I will DM it to you. I also tag it in a lot of my photos. You'll see it in the caption. And to see some of the cute, cute pictures of me and my scrubs and just go check out my IG. I always post about it and even on my TikToks. If you can't get enough of Just Floss It, feel free to always message me on my IG or message me on TikTok, whatever you feel more comfortable on for either a good laugh or maybe a discount code. This concludes this podcast of the challenges we face as dental hygienists. I plan on covering this topic more. However, this is just a dabble into this one because we all know there's so much more. Until next time, guys, and thank you for tuning into Just Floss It. Join me on my Instagram or on my TikTok and soon YouTube. I love you guys so much, and I hope you guys have an incredible work week. Bye! Enlightening, honest, and funny. You've been listening to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Keep up with Jasmine at justflossit.com and follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Just Floss It. Thanks for listening.